Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford, huntworthgear.com. And by Professional Hearing Care, LLC of Moston, La Crosse, Westby, and Fitchburg. ProfHearingCare.com. I'm Dan Small. Today, outdoor writer Ron Weber joins us again with another story from his Northwoods Deer Camp. Dan Durbin previews the all-new Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo coming to Oshkosh December 8 through 11. And outdoor writer Al Cornell talks about his new book, A Year at a Beaver Pond. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for the Madison Outdoors Report, and because this is during the middle of deer season, and I'm actually recording this on Thanksgiving evening, I'm going to let Pat Hasberg, the proprietor of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop, give us his latest Madison fishing report, and that's right on his Facebook page. He closed on November 11th, and they are closed until the 25th. When we come back on the 25th, that week, uh, starting on Thursdays at 7 p.m., we're going to start our winter seminar series here at the shop. Those will be Thursdays at 7 p.m. Kicking things off will be Rick Kruger, a.k.a. RK Diver, going to be talking about uh, a lot of secret spots around town. He has, of course, extensive waypoints, 1,875 waypoints he has uh, around Madison of different things that are marked, and we'll be raffling one of those off as a raffle prize at that event. Plus, he brought over a bunch of Aquaview swag and and anyway, that's going to be a very uh, informative and cool event. Then we got Noah Humfeld coming in on the 7th, talking about chasing toothy critters. And Pat Westberg, who's a local plastics expert, going to be talking about plastics on the 14th. Looking forward to getting those started again, keeping that tradition going as well. So let's get on to the report. Turnover has definitely happened on all the lakes. Uh, Noah Humfeld recently posted that it, uh, now that turnover's happened, it's definitely game on for some of the great fishing around town. Uh, he couldn't be more right uh, based on the reports I hear here at the shop. The county's got all their piers pulled except for one at Babcock Park, which will remain open until the ice uh, locks things up in there, I guess. Uh, The city has pulled all of their piers except for leaving one pier in at Oldbrick, one at Warner, and one at Marshall Park. So those are your only launches left around town, and those will also be left in until uh, ice up. Generally around town, it sounds like a few floating weeds are still causing problems depending on wind and where you're at. Other than that, most of the reports I hear are, are very clear water around town now that turnovers happen. Uh, some things are changing on the fish side of things. Gills that uh, you know, it can still be found out in deep water in mid-lake humps, but uh, many of them are starting to move shallow, looking for green weeds for the winter. Also in the weeds, the perch that have been hanging out there all summer, uh, as those weeds die back, those fish are going to start to school up and, and move out deeper as we get closer to ice. Bass are getting a little harder to find, but if you can find green weeds, especially near a rocky break, is a good place to start. Uh, the walleye bite around town has been great, and it seems like just getting better every week that goes by. Almost all the walleye I hear about now are coming out of shallower weed edges or right in the weeds during the day and cruising shallow, uh, often rocky shorelines at night. Pike are plentiful and have their feed bag on now, and same thing goes for the muskies. The muskie sucker bite's been great. Uh, up on the rivers, too, uh, it sounds like the Wisconsin River is running a little high for this time of year. The Rock River is just a shade below average. Uh, we'll get into a little more detail here up to Cherokee Marsh. Uh, it sounds like the weeds are st- uh, continue to die back up there. It sounds like some actual decent uh, shore casting from shore in Cherokee Park here. Otherwise, if you got a small craft, you can use the school road launch and get out in the channel here. And I'm sure the pike are, are out there and pretty plentiful. 
um, at the 113 Bridge. Haven't heard much from the catfish folks lately, but uh, the walleye, there's been getting some walleye down there pretty good, and also uh, some crappie mixed in. Uh, so that's a interesting revelation down there on Mendota. Haven't heard much from the panfish crowd lately, but, um, you know, like I said, as, as we get closer to ice up, gills are going to start looking for shallow green weeds. Perch are going to start moving out deep and spooling up. Haven't heard much from the uh, largemouth folks, but the smallmouth action has been great, especially for folks running uh, minnows under a slip bobber. A few walleye are still being picked up on mid-lake humps, but a lot of that action has moved to weed edges and right in the weeds. Nighttime shorelines, rocky shorelines are great with fatheads and blacktail chubs under a slip bobber or under a minnow. Paddle tails and jerk baits are working good. Areas on Mendota that have been have been great for those walleye. I've been hearing about fish at Picnic Point, uh, the city shoreline all the way up to Tenney Park. Of course, uh, the Warner boat launch too has been good. So, uh, but if, if you're on a boat, if you got steep breaks, you're looking for you know Maple Bluff, Governor's Island, Fox Bluff, Second Point. These areas are all holding fish right now, and they're snapping. So uh, get out there and enjoy some good walleye fishing. Uh, I haven't heard much out of the out of the locks. I know they're having some trouble with some weeds coming through there, uh, but there are fish holding up there. Uh, otherwise, uh, the Tenney Park Lagoon, ton of small bluegills as usual. I haven't heard any of the large, large mouth coming out of there lately. On Lake Mendota, the pike are absolutely snapping out there. Uh, Ron Bearfield sent me a couple pics. He was out with a client the other day. Got these two beautiful pike, you know, back to back. The fish are snapping out there. Congrats to Ron and his client for getting out some fish. Uh, Lake Monona, the bluegill bite's been great. Uh, a lot of the fish that are out deep have moved in shallow, in particular into Monona Bay here. Uh, the folks, folks fishing, fishing along Brittingham Bay been pounding uh, some nice bluegills in there, some crappies mixed in. Uh, also bluegills and crappies up here in the triangles. The bluegill bite I heard about that was going uh, good for the last month or so down here to the Monona Terrace has kind of died off. Uh, the day bite down there, but the uh, crappies are still hanging around. Uh, also a great uh, walleye bite down there at the terrace. And uh, really up and down this whole, I don't know if you call it, like kind of the southwest or west-south shoreline of from the Yahara River all the way down through John Nolan. Walleye fishing at night has been really great down there. Over to Lake Winger, I haven't heard a lot other than the occasional uh, decent muskie coming out of there. Some good largemouth bass action. Of course, tons of gills and stuff in there, bit, tiny gills. Otherwise, over here... Uh, by the Winger Dam at the spillway there. Uh, they've been getting, or below the spillway, they've been getting a better size fish than up in the main lake. Uh, lake Monona, the muskie fishing has been uh, pretty great. Sounds like, you know, running a shallow running lure over some submerged weeds, putting a sucker by the boat uh, has been super effective. I've heard about a lot of the fish I hear about are more on the south end of the lake, but uh, the whole lake has got a great muskie population and uh, the, those fish are snapping. As we move downstream here, uh, upper mud, the weeds continue to die back down there, and panfish have moved in, so uh, night action sounds like it's been pretty great. Uh, otherwise, as far as Wabisa goes, kind of the same deal as, as Monona. A lot of the panfish have moved into shallow areas, shallow humps, shallow weeds all around the lake. The musky bite down there also has been good. Uh, same situation, running suckers has been super effective. Otherwise, Babcock Park, where is the only launch they have left, uh, down to the Bible Camp area, you know, a nice steep break in here. Great area to look for walleyes, and I've been hearing about uh, some fish coming out of there. Uh, down to Lake Kiganza, um, I mentioned Rick Kruger earlier. He posted on Lake Link earlier that he had a water tempest, 47 degrees last week down there. Sounds like he was seeing some gills and crappies on cribs and, and some other uh, structure. Otherwise, shallow weed lines are a pretty good uh, place to start. Uh, perch have been basically non-existent, and I haven't heard much more than spotty walleye action up here near the state park. So I guess that's it for the chain down here. To Kashkanong, it sounds like, you know, they've been getting some fish up here in the Blackhawk Island area, 
sounds like the 26 bridge area here has been good. And then up to uh, Fort Atkinson, I heard about some fish coming out of Fort Atkinson. Uh, so then up to the Jefferson Dam as well, as as well as the Indian Ford Dam down here, both dams holding uh, good walleye, some sauger, white bass in there. Um, got the, uh, up to Beaver Dam, last I heard they were getting some good walleye up there. So, uh, and, and actually some decent perch mixed in with, uh, you know, of course the eater catfish bite going on over there. Devil's Lake, those brown trout gotta be cruising the shallows by now. I guess I haven't heard anything specifically in that, uh, respect, but, uh, they gotta be over there. Fishing on the river, up and down the river continues to be good. The river was, it was a little high down here by way down by Muscaday, but up by the Dells, it sounds like it's coming down. So that's that water coming out from up north. Uh, rains they got up there and around here is kind of leaving the system now. So it's good to see the levels return to normal. All your dams up and down the river have been good. Prairie to Stack Dam has been good for Walleye Sauger. Pike and Muskie between the dam here and kind of the Highway 12 Bridge is a, is a real popular spot. Lots of smallmouth out there still chasing gizzard chat around. The smallmouth are getting harder to find, but the walleye bite and sauger bite's been great. Uh, Lake Wisconsin up here, it sounds like the walleye bite's continuing to improve, and I, I heard at the Yara Fishing Club meeting about some good perch uh, that our folks are picking up mixed right in with the walleye, so that's, uh, that's something you don't hear about every day up there. Some good uh, walleye and sauger action up to the Dells Dam. Uh, some white bass in there, too, that I've been hearing about. All the dams up and down the river are going to be holding fish right now. Castle Rock Dam, Petenwell, no no exception there. Haven't heard much out of Castle Rock lately, but Petenwell uh, sounds like the walleye bite over there has been great. Uh, the Mississippi River bite uh, sounds like walleye and sauger are getting stacked up at the dams. Also, uh, good panfish. Got perch on weeds, uh, crappies on at near wood along shore, bluegills pretty much everywhere else up and down the river. Clements Bar just shut down for the season, so not sure we're going to have ice uh, by the time we come back, but hopefully we, we get ice soon. We got all the ice stuff out here at the shop. Do post your uh, catches and um, comment. I guess I usually tell people to call the shop if they have any questions, but we're going to be closed. So uh, we'll catch you on the 25th, and good luck out there, and thanks for tuning in. That was Pat Hasberg with the Madison Outdoors Fishing Report, direct from his Facebook page, DNS Bait, Tackle, and Fly Shop. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupie and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupie and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm Voted Best and Rated Best, Hupie and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit hupie.com. And all 11 offices of Hupie and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. Well, joining me once again from his home in Wisconsin Rapids, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, opening weekend is well behind us. How did it go with your hunters? Uh, we uh, we pulled a, a couple of deer off of the uh, property in Arpen, and uh, uh, it, it was uh, a, a quick action at uh, about 8.15 on opening morning, and and that was it. <laughs> that was two deer we saw, two deer we put down, and uh, and that's been it uh, on opening weekend. So, but uh, 
<clears throat> I'm going to still hunt uh, through this weekend and uh, muzzleloader and probably antlerless as well, the way things are, are going for me this deer season. So um haven't got Robert a deer yet either, so we're going to hopefully get that happen and, uh, either this weekend or certainly for the antlerless. My try. I haven't had him try shooting the the muzzleloader before, but uh, so we may wait for antlerless before he can use his 243 again. Got it. Is he still excited, even though he didn't get one opening weekend? Oh, yeah. he He's actually the one that saw the deer that I ended up uh, actually shooting on, on opening day. Uh, he was he was totally, totally excited. It was one of the few times that he was really, like, truly engaged in kind of the whole atmosphere. Um, as he gets older, he's, he's just got a little bit more interest in it. And he... <laughs> He sat the blind. He's like, "Dad, you're shaking. Are you sure you're not cold?" I was like, "No, no. I'm just, I just, it's just the excitement." And a few minutes later, he's like, "Dad, you're still shaking. Are you sure you're not cold?" <laughs> <laughs> so I hope I never, le- you know, lose that. And, yep. and it was just neat for him to see all that. So yep, I I know what you're talking about. My my friend Lauren Voss says when I lose that shaking when you shoot one or see one, whether it's a deer or turkey, he said, then it's time to hang it up. I didn't do much shaking this uh, weekend, mm. this past weekend. Our group got three deer, nothing big. We uh, spooked a couple of bucks or saw a couple of bucks to, uh, that we didn't get shots at, and that happens, you know. But the key thing for me was, Jeff, I can hear. You know, I've got these new hearing aids, and chipmunks sound like elephants now, so no deer is, no is going to sneak past me. Interesting thing, preliminary harvest totals, opening weekend totals are down from last year, fewer bucks, and overall, I think that's mostly because um, uh, there's no snow and people can't see them, but uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, We'll see (laughs) how things go this weekend, and we can have a full report on next week's show. Well, coming up, author Al Cornell talks about his new book, A Year at a Beaver Pond. Outdoor writer Ron Weber comes back with another story from his deer camp in Bayfield County. And Dan Durbin previews the all-new Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo coming to Sunnyview Expo Center in Oshkosh December 8th through 11th. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS. Get ready now for 2024 with the official Outdoor News Sportsman's Calendar. Whether it's hunting, fishing, or finding your local sports show, this collectible calendar has it all. Stay ahead with moon phases, peak fish and wildlife activity times, and more, all surrounded by original images from the nation's top wildlife artists. Now available in multiple states, including Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, and Illinois, all the way to New York. Supplies are limited, so get yours today at OutdoorNews.com. Attention future hunters, hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. 
We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90 plus years and your continued support of our local family owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Are you putting off treating your hearing loss for you or a loved one because you can't afford it? Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Venipal from Professional Hearing Care, and I'm telling you that you couldn't be further away from the truth. I believe that everyone should have access to hearing health care and improve cognitive health, and that's why we offer our affordable treatment plan. Our team is dedicated to taking the stigma and cost of hearing loss out of the picture. For a free consultation, call 608 608- or visit our website at www.profhearingcare.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The all-new Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo is coming to Sunny View Expo Center in Oshkosh, December 8th through the 10th. And for advanced tickets and a sneak peek at the expo, you can visit icefishexpo.com. But joining us now to give us an in-depth look at what this new show entails is Dan Durbin. He and his partner Jeff Bast run the popular Wisconsin Fishing Expo in Madison. I'm sure many of you have been to that. And now they're launching this new expo aimed at ice fishermen. Dan, thanks for joining us, and welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Network. Great, great. Thank you so much for having me. We're doing it again. Can you believe that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're launching another... Well, you guys are so successful at everything you do. It's got to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. I've been looking at your website, icefishexpo.com, which is a easy name to remember. You've got an exciting yeah. expo lined up. Tell us about it. Yeah, we're really excited as well. I mean, one of the reasons we had this show is because we had a ton of vendors at our other show and consumers that were like, Wisconsin needs their own flagship dedicated vertical ice fishing show. When you got Minnesota with three or four big ones, believe it or not, people will drive all the way out there, you know, from Milwaukee to get there. And it just seemed like a natural fit. We already had a kind of a blueprint on the media and the advertising and stuff. And we're really fired up about it. Okay, so it's three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you've got some top seminar speakers. Tell us a little bit about some of those guys. Yeah, these are just a lot of guides around the area and out of state. Larry Smith, I'm sure you're aware of him, and and, uh, Troy Peterson, 
Tommy Chemos is going to be giving one on, on not just forward-facing seminar, but 2D as well. And Derek Trampy, Pat Hamilton, and probably the biggest name we have right now is Tom Boley, who's just an absolute social madman in terms of influencers. He's going to be giving two seminars on walleye fishing through the ice. He is just the hot ticket right now. He's a, you know, really knowledge, knowledgeable guy. Well, that's good. He's a new name to me, but then I don't follow all the ice fishing circuit folks. I know a lot of the pros, but, you know, as we, and and you're getting there too, as you are in this business for 20, 30, or in my case, almost 50 years, the names change a lot. And some of these young guys, they're really hot guns, you know, in their early 20s or 30s for sure, if they stay with it. So that's great that you've got some good speakers and there's things for families too. Oh gosh, there's a whole kid zone that ice junkies are putting on where we'll have our trout pond, of course, but we have an ice hole toss, which is kind of like corn hell, but these bags are labeled and each one represents a weight. Okay. There's like a mini tournament for them. They'll have six boards going. We have an ice shack set up game where the kids are timed setting up the shacks. Feel fast they can get them up. They win a prize. Kids bingo, which is a really popular event. They'll go to about six different vendors and get their card punched. And at the end of it, they'll get a free Acme spoon and some other goodies. It's probably a seven or eight dollar gift bag for the first two fifty each day. And then of course we'll have Santa there on Sunday from ten to two, and he'll be giving out prizes as well. And people don't go to an expo just to eat, but you've got a special treat for folks who are looking for food during the expo, don't you? Yep, you're not going to find a bunch of Nesco sitting around with, uh, <laughs> with, with hamburgers in their stew. It's uh, We have four food trucks coming, a Euro truck, a gourmet sub truck, and then a conventional brat burger. But they're quarter pound quality burgers, and then we have a hot and cold coffee truck coming as well. Nice, and those trucks will be stationed close to the buildings? Yes, they'll be in between. We have two buildings, and we're actually completely full now with both of them. So over 100 vendors representing about 40,000 square feet. To put that in perspective, if you pull up to a Cabela's, picture that, but with just ice stuff. Oh. The whole thing was ice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's big. Amongst those food trucks, we're going to have the, these, they call them wheelhouses or ice houses. I think we have nine of them set up and they're probably up to 22, 23 feet long, anywhere from twenty to $50,000. They're huge in Minnesota. They're just starting to catch on here because you can use them for ice fishing. They're all dialed in with the holes and stuff, but then you can drop them, you know, in deer camp if you want. Or yeah. Take them out, you know, to any state park. And so they're, they're really a four-season thing, but Wisconsin's behind the game a little bit. We're not Minnesota in terms of those. So that, those are just going to be awesome to walk through, grab something to eat out there, and, you know, when you're going between the two buildings. Nice, yeah. My son, John, and I went up to Lake of the Woods last winter and we were driving up on a sunday and ice houses were coming south and east as we were going north and west i didn't count them but there must have been two or three hundred and every one of them behind you know a fifty sixty thousand dollar truck and i was telling john boy these people have a lot of money to invest in a few weekends of walleye fishing on you know mille Lacs or lake of the woods or whatever but uh, as you say, um, it's a new thing to Wisconsin folks, and, and I'm sure there are some people who want to get in on that fun. Oh, yeah. Yep. It, it's huge. And we actually have a company that, that'll rent them, so you don't have to invest in the whole thing. Take one out, drop her on bagels, and give it a week. That's an option, too. Great. And then you've got an ice house village, or ice shelter village, you're calling it? 
Yeah, and that's kind of what we're calling that outside area, but inside we'll also have all the shacks from Plam and Eskimo and the bigger manufacturers and stuff. So we're pretty much, gosh, anything you could want in a flip-up or hub style, it's going to be there. And the show hours for folks who are planning ahead? Yep, the show hours are Friday 1 to 7, Saturday 9 to 7, and Sunday 9 to 4. And they can buy tickets online or at the door, right? Yep, it's $10. Uh, There's a little server fee if you buy it online. Another thing, too, 12 and under are free, just like our other shows. And this at this show, free parking, which is huge. It's almost unheard of these days. That is huge. And for a guy who's traveling alone, a lot of people carpool to go to one of these things because, you know, it's sometimes yeah. 8 or 10 bucks to park, you know, like in, in Milwaukee yep. now or Madison. So that... The, you're absolutely right. And, you know, one thing I just want to point out, I mean, this show, it's it's sort of the model that we did with our open water show and that you can get all the big brands. We have them all there. You know, Rapala, Normark, you know, Ion, Eskimo, all those guys are there. And they bring in a ton of stuff. But we've got a ton of boutique ice tackle shops and just products that you probably have never even heard of that you can't even find in the store. So that's really unique. I mean... And I think people, especially in Wisconsin, they see some of this stuff and just be amazed. And, you know, I I have said this before. I don't know if I've ever said it to you, but I think ice fishermen are are among the most inventive of uh, outdoorsmen because you're sitting out there for a long time and you're thinking, you know, I could do it better than whatever this gizmo or that (laughs) gadget is right. you know, and and a lot of things have come out of that. That's where the clam ice shelters came from, and the drill augers and all everything like that. Yeah, there's a lot of do-it-yourselfers out there for sure, and and some of those are the ones that do kind of spawn into the what you see at the show. And um, you're going to talk to a lot of times. You're going to talk right to the owner or the person that had vended it. So they're going to be able to dial you in, um, and and just probably give an experience not you know, that we haven't seen here in a while. Nice. All right. Well, Dan, thanks so much. We hope you have a great turnout, and it's a good weekend. There isn't much of anything else going on that weekend. You know what? Actually, we got lucky. There's no Packer game that weekend. Oh, really? There's no game that weekend, so there's no excuses. Come on out to the hard water stuff. And, but you know what? We will have a Green Bay Packer there. On Sunday in the Wisconsin Outdoor News booth, Bill Schrader will be there. He's a good guy. We just actually went musky fishing a few weeks ago, and he got a a nice 40 incher up in Green Bay, and he does our open water show every couple of years as well. Yep, I've seen him at those shows, and I read your article. It was a great story. It was good to see him. And folks who want to meet a Packers legend, go to the show and you'll meet Billy Schrader. All right, Dan, thanks so much. We will send a lot of folks to your show. The Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo coming to the Sunnyview Expo Center in Oshkosh, December 8th through 10. IceFishExpo.com. Thanks, Dan. Thanks so much for your support. I appreciate it. You bet. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at DanSmallOutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small, and we're coming to you from our respective deer camps this weekend. And joining me now to talk about his deer camp in Bayfield County 
is Ron Weber. He's a Wisconsin DNR forester. He works out of the Ladysmith office. He's also a freelance outdoor writer. And he was on last week's show, and in case you missed it, we'll tell you where you can listen to that in just a second. He shared a story about some memories from past hunts, and you can listen to that story on last week's show at lake-link.com radio. You just click on my show and show 1846, and you'll find it there. You can also listen to more of his stories at wisconsinlife.org if you just type in his name, Ron Weber. Well, Ron, welcome back, and thanks for joining us. You are at deer camp, and you typically spend nine days of gun deer season up there in Bayfield County, don't you? Yep, I'll be up here on, on a camp right here on the shores of Lake Namatagan. My last day of hunting will be Saturday. We'll close up the camp and head back on Sunday, but uh, I'll be hunting through Saturday. Yeah, okay. And we talked a little off air about fewer hunters this year. We'll get into that in just a little bit. And, and I'd like to hear how your first weekend went. But before we do that, let's hear your story, Come Opening Day, which kind of sets the tone for most of us last weekend, maybe Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning, as, you know, the big day approaches. So why don't you share that with us? And folks who did hunt opening weekend can think back on what it was like for them just a few days ago. I would be glad to, Dad. Here we go. Come Opening Day. Opening day 2022, deep in the heart of the Shawamigan Nicolay National Forest near Clam Lake in Bayfield County. Scattered gunshots greet the daylight, heightening the excitement unique to opening morning. Only time would tell what waited for me down the trail. As the shots become more infrequent and the morning wears on, a hint of doubt enters my mind as I think to myself, maybe I should have sat somewhere else. Suddenly at about 10 a.m., a deer materializes, seemingly out of nowhere. The doe is moving quickly, but why? There are no other hunters nearby, so maybe it is an over-anxious buck that has her in such a hurry. As I wait for the answer, in my mind's eye, a big rack buck steps out of the spruce swamp. That vision keeps me company for the next hour. The afternoon is uneventful, save for two periods... 20 minutes or so of absolute silence. It is rare that nature and man conspire to make such an offer. No gunshots, car horns, blue jays, ravens, squirrels, or other usual denizens of the woods. Even the wind falls quiet. I strain my ears trying to hear something, but there is only deafening silence. As the curtain falls on another opening day, I climb out of my stand with nothing to show for ten and a half hours of sitting, but an empty lunch bag, two great silences, a doe sighted, and the vision of a trophy buck stepping out of the spruce. Like all the opening days before, it had been a great day, a memorable day. Did I say nothing to show for my time in the woods? What more could I have asked for? Did I get my deer? Does it really matter? I'll paraphrase the great Wisconsin conservationist Aldo Leopold to answer that question. What was big was not the rack, but the chance. What was full was not my tag, but my memory. That comes from Leopold's Sand County Almanac, a book every hunter, no, check that, every person should read. 
interlude to heighten the anticipation for the coming of that one special day each year. It has the power to remind even us adults of the magical feeling of a child awaiting a visit from Santa on Christmas Eve. As the days shorten and the sun's warmth begins to wane, all of nature takes note. Animals are busily packing on weight or stocking their shelves in anticipation of the coming winter. Plants similarly go dormant or die, the green of spring and summer steadily receding, culminating in one final and glorious burst of color before the more steely, stark landscape of November takes hold. Hunters take notice too, as that special day moves just weeks away. Just when the anticipation becomes almost unbearable, it finally arrives. Come opening day, I will be just where I've always been since I was 13, in the big woods of southern Bayfield County, waiting to write the next chapter in the story. Too excited to sleep very well, I, I will arise early and get myself ready. Walking in the pre-dawn darkness, vision of what awaits for me will flash through my mind. Settled in with my back against the tree, I will wait patiently and thankfully for whatever gifts the hand of fate offers. If it can't be the buck that lives in the shadowy spruce of my mind, then this once upon a time kid will gladly welcome a visit from Santa instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, let's not keep the suspense going too much longer. How was this year's opening day for you? Oh, no. uh, I didn't, yeah, it was very slow in the deer department, but it was such a nice opening day to just sit in the woods. The temperatures were perfect. You didn't have to worry about being cold, but not too warm. It was just perfect. It was just such a beautiful blue sky. And, uh, so it was a good day, just uneventful on the deer front. <laughs> yes, it was a different day from last year, a real big shift in the weather. You and I were both hunting Bayfield County last year and this year, and I think last year it was yep. below zero wind chills, some snow on the ground, a lot of snow in some places. Um, yeah, we had uh, pretty good snow coming down for about the first three or four hours in the morning. It was, it was like a blizzard, and then eventually it, that waned and the, the snow stopped. And way different than this year. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're recording this midweek. You've been hunting several days. Have you seen deer? Have you shot a deer? Wow. So I have not shot a deer. I, I believe so far there's been 42 legal hunting hours, and I've hunted 38 of them on my stand or in the woods. Nothing to show for it yet as far as deer sighted. Um, say it's been tough sledding. The deer are winning at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think you're not alone. Our camp actually killed three deer opening weekend. We saw a few more deer, but at any rate, uh, yeah, that's what we got in the first weekend. Now, you mentioned hearing sporadic shooting in 2022. What was it like this year? Last year, the hearing was greatly impacted by the wind and the, the weather conditions, so any shots you could hear last year would have had to have been reasonably close to you. Yeah. This year, you could hear in every direction and hear very well. And for the first couple hours of the season, there was shooting. There was adequate amount, I would say, for up north big woods hunting, but it was very short-lived. I actually heard my last shot for the morning at 10 o'clock, mm. and then I never heard 
Wow. It was overall a very quiet opening day. It's been a very quiet season. Sunday, there was hardly any shooting, and now the last couple days, like I was telling you earlier, you would hardly know there's a deer season going on. Yeah. You and I remarked that we don't see guys in cars driving around in orange. We don't see deer hanging in camps. I, I don't even see many yeah. camps anymore. I would guess a lot of that is due to the, the weather. There's no snow, so people can't see them as well. Yeah, it definitely makes it a different kind of hunt because exactly you can't see them as well with no snow on the ground. Generally, I'll sit the first day or two almost always from dark to dark, but I really do like to get around and sneak and sit. I'll sneak from one spot to another and maybe sit in an area for an hour or two and sneak over to another area. And yeah, when there's no snow and it's crunchy, the leaves, I tend not to do that as much, so I've been doing a lot more just sitting and not as much walking around. Now today, with the light rain we had, I was able to actually get out and kind of move around a little bit more and not make much noise, cover a little ground and do some of that sneak and sit hunting. Nothing yet today, though. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Did you evoke some memories as you did on past hunts? Oh, sure. In fact, I was thinking of the first year I actually hunted up here. Memory that happened on the second day that I had hunted up here back in, was about 1980, was the first year I, I hunted up here. And this was back when the deer population up here was also fairly modest. There weren't a lot of deer. You had to work pretty hard to see deer and I remember the first deer I saw in the big woods up here, and it was it's just sort of, uh, you know, that came back to me because I was kind of like this year when I hadn't been seeing a lot. Uh, it was like the third day, I think, of the season that year. Hadn't seen anything the first two days, and I was sitting up in my stand, and it was about 10 after 4 in the evening. you got to remember that I was 13 at the time, and all of a sudden in my view, here comes this deer moving in front of me, and it was almost like I was dreaming, you know. It was just a doe, and it ended up being two more with it. I believe it was a doe and two fawns. I just remember how excited I got when I saw those deer. At first, though, it, it was almost like it didn't register to me. I had bull hunted by then down in the central part of the state around the Mead Wildlife Area. I had seen deer before and everything. But up here in the big woods, I wasn't expecting to see a whole lot. My brothers had tempered me and told me not to expect to see as many deer as we saw down in the central part of the state. So when I saw those ones, I got pretty excited. <laughs> so I remembered that this year. It's been a sparse season so far. I remember just sitting there that tight, looking out there, and all of a sudden, there they were. Yep. The way deer materialize out of nowhere it is amazing. It's just all of a sudden, there he is. Where did he come from or where did she come from? Yeah, I've had that experience myself. Well, Ron, we're going to let you go, and I wish you luck for the rest of the season. And we will send folks to the website to listen to your other stories if they want to do that. So thank you so much, and enjoy the rest of your hunt up there. That sounds great. Thanks a lot, Dan. If you ever get a chance to get out more yet this year, you have good luck, too. Thank you very much. Ron Weber sharing his story come opening day. If you want to hear more of his stories, go to wisconsinlife.org and just type in his name, Ron Weber. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this.
Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Are you putting off treating your hearing loss for you or a loved one because you can't afford it? Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Venipal from Professional Hearing Care, and I'm telling you that you couldn't be further away from the truth. I believe that everyone should have access to hearing health care and improve cognitive health, and that's why we offer our affordable treatment plan. Our team is dedicated to taking the stigma and cost of hearing loss out of the picture. For a free consultation, call 608 608- 292-4916 or visit our website at www.profhearingcare.com. It's the new Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo, December 8th through 10th, Sunnyview Expo Center, Oshkosh. Deals on ice gear from giant manufacturers and brands not found in stores. Seminars from Larry Smith, Tom Boley, and many more. Kids Zone, Trout Pond, Santa, and free giveaways all three days, plus awesome food trucks. The family will love the Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo. Kids 12 and under are free and free parking. Go to icefishexpo.com for info. Sponsored by Wisconsin Outdoor News, Ion, Eskimo, Ice Team, Acme, and Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camel Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Florence County Forestry and Parks is happy to announce their new online registration system for access to our Lake Emily and West Bass Lake campgrounds, pavilions, boat launch yearly passes, and information on the Kai's Peak Ski Lodge. FlorenceCountyParks.com is the site. It is currently live for you to see how it functions, and you can set up your account sign-in for when you're ready to reserve sites starting on January 1st, 2024. So check out FlorenceCountyParks.com and get ready for 2024. Have more success on the ice with the LiveScope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle LI from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, EchoMap UHD 93SV display, and a lithium battery. All packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. 
The all-new Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo is coming to Sunny View Expo Center in Oshkosh, December 8th through the 10th, and for advanced tickets and a sneak peek at the expo, you can visit icefishexpo.com. But joining us now to give us an in-depth look at what this new show entails is Dan Durbin. He and his partner Jeff Bast run the popular Wisconsin Fishing Expo in Madison. I'm sure many of you have been to that. And now they're launching this new expo aimed at ice fishermen. Dan, thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Network. Great, great. Thank you so much for having me. We're doing it again. Can you believe that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're launching another. Well, you guys are so successful at everything you do. It's got to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. I've been looking at your website, icefishexpo.com, which is a easy name to remember. You've got an exciting yeah. expo lined up. Tell us about it. Yeah, we're really excited as well. I mean, one of the reasons I had this show is because we had a ton of vendors at our other show and consumers that were like, Wisconsin needs their own flagship dedicated vertical ice fishing show. When you got Minnesota with three or four big ones, believe it or not, people will drive all the way out there, you know, from Milwaukee to get there. And it just seemed like a natural fit. We already had a kind of a blueprint on the media and the advertising and stuff, and we're really fired up about it. Okay, so it's three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you've got some top seminar speakers. Tell us a little bit about some of those guys. Yeah, these are just a lot of guides that are around the area and out of state. And Larry Smith, I'm sure you're aware of him. And, oh, yeah. And uh, Troy Peterson. Yep. Tommy Kimos is going to be giving one on, on not just forward-facing seminar, but 2D as well. And Eric Trampy, Pat Hamilton, and probably the biggest name we have right now is Tom Bowley, who's just an absolute social madman in terms of influencers. He's going to be giving two seminars on walleye fishing through the ice. He is just the hot ticket right now. He's in a really knowledge, knowledgeable guy. Well, that's good. He's a new name to me, but then I don't follow all the ice fishing circuit folks. I know a lot of the pros, but, you know, as we, and, and you're getting there too, as you are in this business for 20, 30, or in my case, almost 50 years, the names change yeah. a lot. And some of these young guys, they're really hot guns, you know, in their early 20s or 30s for sure, if they stay with it. So that's great that yeah. you've got some good speakers, and there's things for families, too. Oh, gosh, there's a whole kid zone that ice junkies are putting on where we'll have our trout pond, of course, but those, we have an ice hole toss, which is kind of like corn hell, but these bags are labeled, and each one represents a weight. Okay. Then, there's like a mini tournament for them. They'll have six boards going. We have an ice shack setup game where the kids are timed setting up the shacks how fast they can get them up they win a prize kids bingo which is a really popular event they'll go to about six different vendors and get their card punched and at the end of it they'll get a free acme spoon and some other goodies it's probably a seven or eight dollar gift bag for the first 250 each day and then of course we'll have santa there on sunday from 10 to 2 and he'll be giving out prizes as well and people don't go to an expo just to eat but you've got a special treat for folks who are looking for food during the expo don't you Yep, you're not going to find a bunch of Nesco sitting around with, uh, <laughs> with, with hamburgers in their stew. It's uh, We have four food trucks coming, a uh, Euro truck, a uh, gourmet sub truck, uh, and then a conventional brat burger. But they're quarter pound quality burgers, and then we have a hot and cold coffee truck coming as well. Nice, and those trucks will be stationed close to the buildings? Yes, yeah, so they'll be in between. We have two buildings, and we're actually completely full now with both of them so over 100 vendors representing about 40,000 square feet 
put that in perspective, if you pull up to a Cabela's, picture that, but with just ice stuff. Oh. The whole thing was ice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's big. Amongst those food trucks, we're going to have the, these, they call them wheelhouses or ice houses. I think we have nine of them set up, and they're probably up to 22, 23 feet long, anywhere from twenty to $50,000. They're huge in Minnesota. They're just starting to catch on here because you can use them for ice fishing. They're all dialed in with the holes and stuff, but then you can drop them, you know, in deer camp if you want. Or yeah. Take them out, you know, to any state park. And so they're, they're really a four-season thing, but Wisconsin's behind the game a little bit. We're not Minnesota in terms of those, so that, those are just going to be awesome to walk through, grab something to eat out there, and, you know, when you're going between the two buildings. Nice, yeah. My son John and I went up to Lake of the Woods last winter, and we were driving up on a Sunday, and... Ice houses were coming south and east as we were going north and west. I didn't count them, but there must have been two or three hundred, and every one of them behind, you wow. know, a fifty, sixty thousand dollar truck. And I was telling John, boy, these people have a lot of money to invest in a few weekends of walleye fishing on, you know, Malax or Lake of the Woods or whatever. But uh, as you say, um, it's a new thing to Wisconsin folks, and, and I'm sure there are some people who want to get in on that fun. Oh, yeah. Yep. It, it's huge. And we actually have a company that, that'll rent them, so you don't have to invest in the whole thing. Take one out, drop her on bagels, and give it a week. That's an option, too. Great. And then you've got an ice house village, or ice shelter village, you're calling it? Yeah, and that's kind of what we're calling that outside area, but inside we'll also have all the shacks from Plam and Eskimo and the bigger manufacturers and stuff. So we're pretty much, gosh, anything you want in a flip-up or hub style, it's going to be there. And the show hours for folks who are planning ahead? Yep, the show hours are Friday 1 to 7, Saturday 9 to 7, and Sunday 9 to 4. And they can buy tickets online or at the door, right? Yep, it's $10. Uh, they're a little server see if you buy it online another thing too 12 and under are free just like our other shows and this at this show free parking which is huge it's almost unheard of these days that is huge and for a guy who's traveling alone a lot of people carpool to go to one of these things because you know it's sometimes yeah. eight or ten bucks to park you know like in in milwaukee yeah. now or madison so that... that you're absolutely right and you know one thing i just want to point out i mean this show it's it's we're sort of the model that we did with our open water show in that you can get all the big brands. We have them all there. You know, Rapala, Normark, you know, Ion, Eskimo, all those guys are there and they bring in a ton of stuff. But we've got a ton of boutique ice tackle shops and just products that you probably have never even heard of that you can't even find in the store. So that's really unique. I mean, and I think people, especially in Wisconsin, they see some of this stuff and just be amazed. And, you know, I, I have said this before. I don't know if I've ever said it to you, but I think ice fishermen are, are among the most inventive of uh, outdoorsmen because you're sitting out there for a long time and you're thinking, you know, I could do it better than whatever this gizmo or that <laughs> gadget is, right. you know, and, and a lot of things have come out of that. That's where the clam ice shelters came from and the drill augers and all, everything like that. Yeah, there's a lot of do-it-yourselfers out there for sure, and, and some of those are the ones that do kind of spawn into the what you see at the show. And um, you're going to talk to a lot of times. You're going to talk right to the owner or the person that had vended it. So they're going to be able to dial you in um, and and just probably give you an experience not 
you know, that we haven't seen here in a while. Nice. All right. Well, Dan, thanks so much. We hope you have a great turnout, and it's a good weekend. There isn't much of anything else going on that weekend. You know what? Actually, we got lucky. There's no Packer game that weekend. Oh, really? There's no game that weekend, so there's no excuses. Come on out to the hard water stuff. And, but you know what? We will have a Green Bay Packer there. On Sunday in the Wisconsin Outdoor News booth, Bill Schrader will be there. He's a good guy. We just actually went musky fishing a few weeks ago, and he got a, a nice 40-incher up in Green Bay, and he does our open water show every couple of years as well. Yep, I've seen him at those shows, and I read your article. It was a great story. It was good to see him. And folks who want to meet a Packers legend, go to the show, and you'll meet Billy Schrader. All right, Dan, thanks so much. We will send a lot of folks to your show. The Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo coming to the Sunnyview Expo Center in Oshkosh, December 8th through 10. Icefishexpo.com. Thanks, Dan. Thanks so much for your support. I appreciate it. You bet. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Florence County Forestry and Parks is happy to announce their new online registration system for access to our Lake Emily and West Bass Lake campgrounds, pavilions, boat launch yearly passes, and information on the Kai's Peak Ski Lodge. FlorenceCountyParks.com is the site. It is currently live for you to see how it functions, and you can set up your account sign-in for when you're ready to reserve sites starting on January 1st, 2024. So check out FlorenceCountyParks.com and get ready for 2024. Have more success on the ice with the LiveScope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle Li from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, EchoMap UHD 93SV display, and a lithium battery. All packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camo Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. It's the new Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo, December 8th through 10th, Sunnyview Expo Center, Oshkosh. Deals on ice gear from giant manufacturers and brands not found in stores. Seminars from Larry Smith, Tom Boley, and many more. Kids Zone, Trout Pond, Santa, and free giveaways all three days, plus awesome food trucks. The family will love the Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo. Kids 12 and under are free and free parking. Go to icefishexpo.com for info. Sponsored by Wisconsin Outdoor News, Ion, Eskimo, Ice Team, Acme, and Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact 
The Rough Grouse Society, toll free at 888-JOIN-RGS. Get ready now for 2024 with the official outdoor news sportsman's calendar. Whether it's hunting, fishing, or finding your local sports show, this collectible calendar has it all. Stay ahead with moon phases, peak fish and wildlife activity times, and more, all surrounded by original images from the nation's top wildlife artists. Now available in multiple states, including Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, and Illinois, all the way to New York. Supplies are limited, so get yours today at OutdoorNews.com. Attention future hunters, hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. They have uh, winterizing supplies in stock, and if you want, they can even do it for you. Check out their website for details. We're also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford, huntworthgear.com, and by Professional Hearing Care, LLC of Mauston, La Crosse, Westby, and Fitchburg, profhearingcare.com. Well, my boat is now listed on the Cedar Lake Sales website. It's a great deal on a lightly used Crestliner 1750 Fishhawk. And in fact, if you buy it, I'll leave an autograph it for you if you want it, and I'll go fishing with you too. We've never done that, Jeff, but what the heck, if somebody's crazy enough to buy that boat and say, hey, yeah, come on, Dan, let's go fishing. I'll do it. What the heck? Have you autographed one no, before, though? No, I haven't. I just, oh, okay. Like, who okay. wants an autograph boat? I don't I know Joe Booker. I, Joe Booker's done that before. I know he has, because a friend of mine had one that, that's autographed. Really? Well, I've had my name on the boat or on the motor in the past, but now they just, uh, they just, put their logo and the numbers on it and that's all there is so anyway it's out there folks if you want it our tv show outdoor wisconsin may not be airing where you live but you can watch past episodes at milwaukeepbs.org and this year's deer hunt wisconsin show and shows from recent years are all archived on the deer hunt wisconsin tv youtube channel and if you want to hear this radio show or maybe uh this is your usual listening time and it's you know, you're, you want to listen later on or you're finding yourself in the woods, you can download the show online at lake-link.com. Go to the Outdoor Radio page. Or you can check us out at outdoornews.com slash podcasts. You can find Dan on social media at Dan Small Outdoors. Find me at Hardwater Jeff. And the DNR will hold a public meeting on Lake Superior Fisheries at 6 p.m. next Wednesday, the 29th, in the Vaughn Public Library in Ashland. Details on the DNR website. Keywords, of course, Lake Superior. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes and look for updates on his performances at warrennelson.com. And Jeff, I did catch their show last weekend in Ashland. Surprised the heck out of Warren, but it was great to see him. Those guys are as good as ever. And they actually sang uh, the Outdoor Wisconsin theme song along with some Lake Superior <laughs> songs. Yeah, it was it was cool. It's like old home week good. there. Well, good luck. For the rest of the season, Jeff, and uh, we will catch up with you again next week. Thank you. 
Folks, you get outside this weekend. We hope all the deer hunters have a safe and successful season, and be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio.